It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow wherever you are. Tap the banner to go to monday.com. Changing your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark with your Chicken Soup for the Soul. And today I'm going to share a couple of stories with you from our new holiday book, Chicken Soup for the Soul, Time for Christmas. I don't know about you, but when it comes to the holidays, I'm a lot more accepting of cutesiness and shininess and a lot of decorating approaches that I wouldn't accept at any other time of year. And that's why today's stories are on the theme, Can You Really Be Too Tacky at Christmas Time? In our first story, Tali Mosley tells us that she and her husband had hosted their first family Christmas party in their new house. In prior years, they had gone to their parents' houses in different cities, so this was a new experience for them, with Tali's family coming to them instead on Christmas Eve, and then they would go to her husband's family on Christmas Day. Tali says, The day before the Christmas Eve party, Ross and I set about decorating our humble little Christmas tree. Up went the ornaments passed down to us from family, a pewter silver bell with our wedding date engraved, some ceramic candy canes, store-bought colored globes, around went the twinkly lights, white with a few burnt-out bulbs. Ross is a teacher, so he proudly hung the misshapen pipe cleaner and paper creations his students had made for him. It was our first tree. We admired it with pride. The next day, Tali's parents arrived, along with her Aunt Frances, who was known for being a bit wacky. She arrived with food and trash bags filled with gifts. Frances didn't have a lot of money, but she loved to shower her family with gifts she had picked up from thrift shops. You wouldn't believe the deals I got at Goodwill, said Frances, proudly holding up the plastic bags and giving them a little shake. They proceeded to have dinner and open presents, but something was bothering Aunt Frances. She asked Tolly where the Christ child was, and Tolly admitted that they didn't have one. And then Aunt Frances asked where the angels were. No angels either. Aunt Frances did not approve. She said it wasn't really Christmas if there were no angels on the tree and no Christ child. Tolly resolved to remedy that before the next Christmas. And then she and Ross went off the next day to spend Christmas with his family. They returned the day after Christmas to find that someone had been at their house. The first thing they noticed was the wreath on the front door, the tinsel, the bleeding Jesus candles. Then they walked inside and discovered their Christmas tree had been wholly redecorated. Tally says, Gone were the dainty candy canes. In their place hung large red felt stockings, the kind one would normally hang on a fireplace mantle. They were accented with glitter and had different people's names on them. Merry Christmas, Aaron. Happy Holidays, Ruth. 
Huge plastic balls with scenes from the nativity printed on them now greased our tree's branches as well, along with gilded, cut-out ornaments proclaiming Jesus Cristo at various branch intervals. There was a set of star-shaped frames carefully hung on the highest branches filled with fading photographs of smiling children, stranger children, children we had never seen before. Our strand of white, twinkly lights now served as a dual-purpose Virgin Mary hanger with about 38 thimble-sized virgins dangling off. Tiny plastic rays shot out from behind their heads. And on the very top, bending the highest branch under the weight of its holy mass, perched a giant ceramic angel playing a bugle. Aunt Frances had basically vandalized their Christmas decor. And lying on the floor was the evidence, a goodwill receipt. Tolly says, My aunt wanted to spoil us, wanted to give us a better tree. She didn't have much, but she spent what she could to give us something that was, in her eyes, lavish. Sure, it was a little odd, but this was probably a tree Frances would have liked to have for herself. Rays shooting out of head Virgin Marys and all. It's funny to admit this, but looking back, breaking and entering into my home has been one of the kindest things a family member has ever done for me. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So Aunt Frances showed up for Christmas with trash bags filled with gifts. And Rosemary McLaughlin, as a young bride, learned that she was in big trouble if she showed up at her Aunt Honey's without a bag of trash. We're not talking about kitchen trash, but instead bags filled with boxes, bags, and labels from name-brand products. Aunt Honey, who never shopped, managed to obtain gifts for the family by clipping and mailing product barcodes and other evidence of purchase from the packages to turn this rubbish into mounds of Christmas gifts. So just like Tolly's Aunt Frances, Rosemary's Aunt Honey was a bit wacky. And just like Aunt Frances, she could make a little money go a long way when it came to Christmas gifts. Rosemary says, Honey lived for Christmas Eve, and she began clipping and mailing labels every December 26th. She'd keep it up for an entire year until everyone could count on a newspaper-wrapped stack of crazy, sometimes useful gifts. We'd sit in our little family clusters, tearing at the wrapping to discover toothpaste, laundry detergent, shaving cream, macaroni and cheese, shoe polish, and more. Honey was aunt to seven nieces and nephews in their families, so you can see how it took her all year to collect all the gifts that she would need. And she tried to be even-handed, making sure that all four families received equal amounts of gifts, or at least the same ones. Rosemary says, Each of us remembers a favorite silly gift, like the Sprout Dolls from Green Giant, or the Lucky Charms t-shirts in sizes infant to XXL. There were radio hats advertising beer. 
nightshirts proclaiming the cleaning power of Tide, toys of every imaginable product mascot, and cookbooks featuring everything from cream corn to creme de menthe. Not every gift was silly. There were Timex watches and silver napkin rings, tea towels, ornaments, cereal bowls, golf balls, jewelry, and games. If it had an advertising slogan or product name emblazoned across it, there was a good chance it was under our tree. Even in her final days, Anne Honey loved to give out her special gifts. And in her confusion, she thought that every morning was Christmas morning. So there was a lot of gift opening going on. Rosemary honors Aunt Honey's memory by giving each of her grown children a tube of toothpaste in their Christmas stockings every year to remind them of the gifts they used to receive from Aunt Honey. I'm Amy Newmark. Thanks for listening to these stories from Chicken Soup for the Soul, Time for Christmas. You can go to our website, chickensoup.com, and click on the podcast button to read more about this book, which you will find wherever books are sold, including Walmart, Barnes & Noble, and Amazon. And if you would like to become one of our storytellers, just click on Submit Your Story under the Books pull-down menu on our website, chickensoup.com, and we will guide you through the process of submitting your story. And please come back for our next episode to hear more from Chicken Soup for the Soul, Time for Christmas, about a couple of great family bonding ideas. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.